DanielBritt.com. It's another week and another opportunity to go into the history books and find out about some of this great music that we listen to here every week, uh, not only Southern Gospel, but but all realms of Christian music, and obviously the name Doug Oldham rings a bell when that name is mentioned. And first of all, also on our guest line today is Doug's precious wife. So Doug and Laura Lee Oldham, thanks for joining us. Thank you. We're happy to be aboard. Southern Gospel is mainly what we're, we, we focus on every week, and I realize that your music stretches the boundaries and kind of bubbles over. How have you dealt with that label, or how have you how have you answered that question? What style of music do you sing? Oh my, <laughs> I I suppose I do uh, uh, conservative gospel. That's a good good way to put it. Well, and, I'm not sure it is, but that, uh, <laughs> may be pretty fair. Well, you have, uh, and I was surprised at how many albums that I have of yours, and it goes back. One of them doesn't even have a date on it, but I know I've got from the 70s and from the 80s, just album after album of yours, and we'll talk about some of these as we go throughout. I just have to tell my personal story, and I mentioned this to you a few weeks ago when I saw you in person, that, and maybe even before I realized it was Doug Oldham, I grew up listening to Back at the Creek Bank and uh, with Mr. Jenkins, and Mr. Jenkins is actually the voice of Doug Oldham. And that just brings back so many great memories for me personally, when I go and hear that, and then to hear your voice on all these other songs that you've, you've done that have become classics. That's funny because that was the toughest thing I ever did. Uh, they, they just, that was, that was a difficult thing. I had a time, hard time being Mr. Jenkins because they wanted me to do it their way. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, I, I don't function that way. I'll do any any song I do. I'll do one way this time, and the next time I do it, it'll be a different way. And the next time I do that, it'll be a different way. We were both mad. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was so mad I was going to tell somebody off, and he was so mad he was going to walk out. <laughs> Other than that, it was in perfect shape. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's good. Where did you grow up, Doug? Well, let's see. I was born in Indiana, in. Uh, Lake Country, up northern Indiana. Hmm. Then uh, when we were, oh my, I went to Dayton, Ohio, I guess, when I was 15. And uh, spent most of the time from 15, help me, Laurel, you get this straight. <laughs> when you get to be 76, <laughs> I don't remember everything the way it ought to be remembered. I think you did your last high school year in Anderson, maybe. I graduated from uh, high school in Anderson, Indiana. Wow. And then we went to Dayton, Ohio. Well, obviously, Anderson, Indiana, that brings, I mean, that, that name right there, Sandy Patty, comes to mind, and I know that's right, a suburb of Alexandria, where the Gators are from. Yeah. And uh, and you've had a close tie to Bill and Gloria uh, through throughout all these decades, and I don't mean to make you sound old, but listen, you've been doing this for quite some time. You and Bill both. Well, I've I've been uh, I've been singing, what, Laura Lee, fifty, fifty four, fifty five years, yeah. uh, something like that. And Bill, Bill play, started playing piano for me early on. Oh wow! And then uh, he he sponsored my first recording, as I recall. Uh, 
sent me down to Nashville uh, with the John T. Benson Company. <laughs> and uh, we, Bill and I have been together off and on quite a while. In fact, I still call him about once a week. Wow, wow. Well, and recently we were, uh, I was at, at Thomas Road there, and you live in Lynchburg now, right? Right. Yeah, it was at Thomas Road Baptist with, uh, with Bill and his vocal band and Signature Sound. They were doing a together uh, concert, and you were in attendance, and of course Bill, uh, brought you up to sing, and I, I saw Bill, uh, during intermission, and I said, listen, I said, this is a great highlight to see, uh, Doug involved in the way you've got him involved in this program, because you still, you still have a great voice. And you still bring that the spirit into the song that you sing there. Well, thank you. I, the voice is not. I had a bubble that night, and I usually do anymore. Yeah. Uh, but but it, the, our people are very kind to me. They mm. take me bubbling and all. <laughs> well, the first album uh, that I have, that I imagine, is the earliest one in my collection. It's Doug Oldham with Jake Hess and the Imperials. Twelve songs by Bill Gaither. It's on Heartwarming Records, and and again, I don't have a date for this one. That was that it? was the first Benson album. Bill took me down there, yeah, um, and uh, uh, when I did his songs, then he he sponsored the album. He made sure we got it, and I think uh, who was it that did the background on it? You say. Jay Kess and the Imperials. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, Henry Slaughter played piano. Henry, Henry Slaughter did piano then. Well, so, uh, yeah, that was, uh, I was thrilled with that. I think it's still a pretty good album. It is. We'll hear a cut with, from it right now on Daniel Britt and Friends. Okay. You're listening to Daniel Britt and Friends, our featured guest today, Doug Oldham, and Doug's wife, Laura Lee, also on our guest line, and we're so grateful to be talking to you two and uh, we were talking about some of Doug's history. Laura Lee, when you first met Doug, did he blow your socks off, or was it one of these he kind of had to, he kind of took a while? <laughs> oh, 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 oh. I'll, I'll go somewhere. <laughs> oh, it, it's, a bit, it's a bit strange. <laughs> I was from Nebraska, and a Christian, but not from a church background or family of Christians. I didn't know anything about church. <laughs> and Doug knew everything about church, and his father had, had always been a pastor, and his mother had always played the organ. And my daddy died while we were in school, and I did in college, and I didn't have any money. And he helped uh, raise enough money to send me home for my dad's funeral. And that's the first that he knew anything about me, I think. And then we got together on a caroling party, I think by accident, maybe. Ended up at a place called the Red Brick Inn getting big ham sandwiches and the jukebox got stuck on orange colored sky. Ham, <laughs> ham, alakazam, it's an orange colored sky. Yeah. So if you ask us what our song is, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> great story, great story. And what year were you two married? Uh, 51, I think. You're right. We got married on my birthday. Hey, and bad. I've never forgotten an anniversary. <laughs> but not. That's that's, that's pretty smart. I told him he had to wait until he was 21. So by the letter of the law, we got married on his birthday. <laughs> <laughs> well, congratulations to the to the two of you. Uh, you know, in this day and age, it's it, you don't find many couples uh, who stick together that long. And uh, I mean, over half of the marriages today end in divorce. So it really is a testimony when you find a couple 
through thick and thin who have stuck together. And, and I'm sure if we had time to go through, you could tell stories of where it was difficult, but where uh, where you stuck stuck it through. Yeah, uh, like any marriage, we had <laughs> yeah. some rough we had some rough times. The next album I have is on Impact. It's Doug Oldham Live. It's a two record set, and uh, in fact, several of these that I have are a double album um, project. And that's 29 favorite gospel songs. Dave Redman as the pianist and Henry Slaughter as the organist. Well, 1973. And we'll hear a, a cut from this now on Daniel Britt and Friends. You're listening to Daniel Britt and Friends. We're featuring the vocal talent of Doug Oldham. And uh, Doug's mentioned we've, we've got Doug and his wife, Laura Lee, on the line. Doug, you're 76 now? 76. Going to be 77 in November 30th. Oh, wow. Just Coming uh, up quick. Yeah. And uh, how's your health these days? Uh, pretty fair, Daniel. It's yeah. it's uh, uh, you know I've got the broken back, right? Um, and and I've got a curvature of the spine that's unbelievable. I'm actually only four feet eight inches high, huh. uh, standing up as straight as I can stand. Having said that, uh, I'm in probably some of the best health I've been in in years. Hmm. Uh, in fact, uh, we're in the middle. I'm, I, I was doing a workout uh, with five-pound weights on my my legs, and uh, I do that three times a week. So uh, I'm, I'm building a lot of strength in my legs, and uh, that just naturally builds the arms. Not sure. not in the same ratio, probably, but uh, it, it works. It works. Well, you've got a lot of friends praying for you and pulling for you. And uh, speaking of friends, uh, we we can't let the program go by without bringing up this name that was a, who was a dear friend of yours, Doctor Jerry Falwell. Ah, yes. How did that uh, partnership come about? Oh my, I I had recorded what Laura Lee thanks was to thanks to Calvary, yes. and uh, was in the studio, and this guy showed up. Bob Harrington brought you. Well, did Bob bring him in? Yeah, he said, you have to hear this guy. Yeah, and so Paul, well, listen, and when I came out of the studio to, to listen in the control room, he said, you've got to come to Thomas Road. And I said, there is, I don't know anything about Thomas Road. He said, that's my church. Well, I said, I don't have anything. At that point, we were, what was I booked, Laura Lee, a year at least in advance? Yeah, too. I just said, there's no time. And he said, give me your date book. So I, he, he was hard to, <laughs> to dissuade <laughs> when he wanted some. So I gave him the date book and went back ahead and went back into the studio and we did another tune. And when I came out this time, he pointed to a date, a Sunday. <laughs> and uh, I had worked on a Saturday night. And was coming home Sunday to be with Laura Lee. I remember where I was. I was in the uh, arena Saturday night in uh, Lyme, Ohio. Oh. And he said, come down and give me that Sunday morning. I said, I can't drive all night and sing. <laughs> oh, he said, I'll have a plane pick you up. <laughs> and that was the beginning. Wow. That was the beginning. But I, I really expected Jerry to outlive me by a lot of years. What year did you relocate to uh, to Lynchburg? Seventy one, something like that. Mm-hmm. He flew me in and out for uh, 
oh, at least a year, maybe a year and a half. And then he said, you, you know, you, down here so much, why don't you just move down to Lynchburg and, and work out of here? And so uh, we took our time and, and uh, we made the move. And uh, the rest of it was kind of history, I guess. Yeah. Well, speaking of history, we're listening to some classic cuts from Doug Oldham. And uh, this one is, again, on Impact Records. The title is To God Be the Glory, and the year was 1973. And on the back, the uh, the liner notes here, Laura actually has written um, a note here uh, about the album. And one thing that she says is this album is Doug's tribute to God. So let's listen to another cut from this project. Ah. You're listening to Daniel, Britt, and Friends, and we're paying tribute to a very, very special individual, one who's made a mark not only in the music industry, but with um, with up-and-coming musicians and artists, they all love and respect him. It's Doug Oldham and Doug's wife, Laura Lee, also on our guest line today. And it's such a joy to have you with us and to relive some of these moments. Uh, we were talking just a few minutes ago about your um, association with Thomas Road Baptist Church and, and the late Dr. Jerry Falwell. And obviously you can't talk about that without talking about Liberty University, which is another um, producer of great musicians and artists. I don't know what it is about the school, but, you know, Guy Penrod and Mark Lowry and uh, Linda Randall and, and on and on and on. Robbie Heiner, you've just got so many that come from that school. Uh, who have, oh, has I think we've got the greatest soloist I've ever heard right now. Really? Uh, Charles Billingsley is yes. with us. Yes, you're right. And uh, there's just nobody can equal Charles. Yeah. In fact, I heard him Sunday and was talking to him, and he has promised to come in at my funeral and do, <laughs> do the Lord's Prayer to close oh, it out. Wow. He's just he's a phenomenal, phenomenal man. And uh, Scott Bowman is here. I mean, just unbelievable uh, skill at the university. When you come in contact with these younger artists, uh, is there anything that sticks out to where when you look at the days that you traveled and how they've got it today, I'd, I would would imagine much easier as far as road travel goes today than maybe you had it. Uh, but do you find that it's a different world that they live in and, and the world they have to minister to? Yes, it is It is a different world. Well, I, I just don't think there's any substitute for what Gase and I have went through, and uh, Mark, I mean, all of, all of these people had to live through it and work in it, make their living from it. Now the kids come in, you know, and they get they sign a contract with a recording agency, and the recording agency builds the the empire for them. Yeah. Uh, does that make sense to you? It, it does. It does. Okay. Uh, and so it's a little different. And when the going gets rough, then they they have a hard time adjusting to that. But uh, man, there's oh, talk about fabulous voices. <laughs> I mean, here's here's Billingsley. Oh my, how old is he, Laura? Is he is he forty? I don't think he's forty. Now he's come up the hard way, I guess. Uh, but I tell you what, I sure am a fan. Yeah. Some of these younger kids can just flat out sing. Uh, we've got a young fellow here who uh, who sings just once a month, and uh, he is, he's unbelievable. Mm. He's unbelievable. And I, 
in fact, I told him you were doing a recording the other night, and I said, I said, you know, if, if I wasn't an old man and had been there, I'd really be mad at you because <laughs> <laughs> he's so good. That's right. <laughs> but uh, the young guys, unbelievable talents. The skills probably are better today than they were. Now, Sandy Patty, Sandy went out early in the game and learned how to do all kinds of commercial things, commercials. Right. And uh, with that knowledge, and she was able to come back around and, and uh, just does unbelievable things, does um, unbelievable things. Man, I'm talking a lot. <laughs> Forgive me. Oh, it's okay. I, I know these younger artists find your encouragement to be like gold, and uh, you're, you're very well respected. I just want you to know that. You really, really are, and we appreciate all that you have done. Speaking of some of these uh, things, these accomplishments, working with such names, we've talked about uh, Henry Slaughter, who was your pianist for a while and played on the records. Uh, we've mentioned Bob McKenzie, who is just, you know, the producer in Christian music. And then uh, there was also an association that you had on several of these records that I'm holding uh, with Ron Huff. Yeah. Uh, what, yeah. what was your history with, with, uh, with his uh, orchestras and, and the arrangements that he did? Well, there, there was a period of time... Uh, when, when Ron, I mean, he was the man. Yeah. He was the man. Rick Powell did some things for me. Arrangements. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, I'm trying to think who else. But there, there have been some real, real arrangers out there that have been just terrific. And I've been fortunate to work with them. Mackenzie probably was, he was a dreamer. I mean, he just, his mind was just, just marvelous. <laughs> he just clicked. One, he'd, he'd be in a conversation. He'd come up with 50 ideas in one conversation. Yeah, wow. He'd look at it and you say, oh boy. I mean, <laughs> wow. Well, on this one, this is the, uh, it's simply titled Doug Warm. It's on Impact Records. And just this one record, it's produced by Bob McKenzie, orchestra and chorus arranged by Ron Huff, the musician lineup, Rick Powell. And then also Kenny Malone on drums. And, uh, man, these, this is the warm sounds of Doug Oldham. And, again, ten songs here on this collection that's uh, just amazing. And and your unique style. Uh, and I, I heard you say just a minute ago how you you would never sing a, this song the same way twice type thing. Yeah. Uh, and, and I think that's what really makes you unique uh, is you put the Doug stamp on each each song that you sing and uh, no matter who else has recorded the song before you or after you, you always know it when Doug is singing it because it's uniquely yours. Well, I, I hope so. Uh, the only thing I've got is a, is a testimony. And I'm not the greatest singer in the world. There's a lot of singers who can out-sing me. <laughs> but God goes to church with me so often. He he works into the microphone for me. Mm. I don't know how to quite how to how to put that in words, but the Lord has just been very kind to me, and I'm I'm the Bill says I'm the only artist that he knows of who has all of his masters, and I was at PTL for a while, and with 30 minutes before they locked the gates on PTL and locked it up put it into bankruptcy. Uh, Harry Hargraves, who was doing all of the uh, 
uh, padlocking, that sort of thing, signed a release to, to give me all of my masters because they would be of no value to anyone else. And Bill says, I'm the only artist he knows that has all of these masters. Wow. Uh, so, again, the Lord has just looked, he's looked out for me. Yeah. You know, he says, that poor kid hasn't got enough sense coming out of the rain, so I'm going to have it. <laughs> Doug Oldham on our guest line, and we've got time to listen to this song. It's from The Warm Project, The Warm Sounds of Doug Oldham on Daniel Britt and Friends. You're listening to Daniel Britt and Friends on XM Satellite Radio. I'm Daniel Britt, of course, and Doug Oldham, our guest, and Laura Lee also joining us in Laura Lee, you're helping us with dates, and uh, and we're so we're so grateful to have you on the phone. And not often we get to talk to um, <clears throat> can I say the better half? <laughs> <laughs> you're right. <laughs> I hope it's not the bitter half. No, it's right. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure it is. Bless her. She just she's been so kind to me. Laura Lee, being married uh, all these years to a recording artist, and, you know, a lot of people listen to singers on the radio, and they see them on stage, and, and they just envy the, the limelight. As as a wife of a, of a singer who, who traveled a lot, um, what was your point of view? What was your role um, not only in the marriage but in the ministry or in the career? Well, I don't think somebody can travel and do what he did if they have trouble at home. So the big job is to uh, create some kind of peace. <laughs> well, she raised the kids. I was on the road. She loved me. And now that, you know, now that I'm down, she has to do everything ahead of me or during or following. Mm. And she does that without complaint at all. And uh, there's no way to tell you what a, the value of a great woman. Tell him that's the for better or worse part. That's right. And she, <laughs> she, she got the for worse part down here at the end. <laughs> well, you, you do sound like that the, uh, if the love is still there throughout all these years, there's still a spark you can hear. Even on the phone line, I can hear it over the phone. And, <laughs> well, I hope so. I hope so. And uh, a big relationship, we'll go back to what we touched on it earlier, but the relationship that uh, Bill Gaither has has had, and I didn't realize that he was, you know, he's been kind of this uh, encourager or producer or whatever you want to call him for a lot of artists. I mean, a lot. And and I knew your relationship was close. I didn't realize that it went that far back to where he actually helped get your first recording off the ground. Oh, yeah. Bill Bill had, had goals, and he stayed with those goals. Bill probably is, if it wasn't for Bill, we wouldn't know this whole segment of gospel music of this generation. Yeah. I mean, we'd have lost them all. Yep. And, uh, man, what a, what a loss that would have been. Uh, you know, the, you'd have lost the Goodmans and you'd have lost the Spears and you just go on and on and on and on. And, uh, they they are now bywords and those videos, man. Hmm. You you'll see those videos, and people will be able to watch the the DVDs yeah. for a generation. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And just to show you, you know, my age, I mentioned the uh, the kids album, uh, the Down by the Creek Bank. Uh, that was something that that came back to my mind. But um, not growing up in the seventies, I obviously. Uh, was in, really introduced to you 
for the almost the first time maybe um, as Doug Oldham singing Doug Oldham uh, on one of those homecoming videos. I think it was Rivers of Joy, and you sang the the old hymn, "Does Jesus Care?" Oh yes, He cares. I yeah. know He cares. Yeah. That's just and that the way, and again that that stamp that you put on that uh, made it uniquely yours. And and I can't listen to anybody else sing it without thinking of you now, <laughs> and and the way that you put such emotion into the lyrics uh, of that hymn. You're very kind. And uh, and the relationship with Gaither, you know, I think of the Spear family when I think of, of artists who helped get his songs into the public. And yeah. the Spear family took a lot of his songs. But Doug Oldham, you also took uh, a lot of his songs and uh, presented them some uh, some of them for the first time to the public. And this is another double album that I've got. It's called Doug Sings Gaither, singing the old and new of Bill and Gloria Gaither. And this was 1978, so by now I guess they're all old songs, but uh, <laughs> yeah, but they're great. Much. And we'll hear another now on Daniel Britt and Friends. You're listening to Daniel Britt and Friends, and again, today's guest, Doug Oldham. And uh, a few more albums in my collection as I was going through and preparing, I found uh, What's It Gonna Take, featuring He Shall Dry Every Tear From Our Eyes, and He's Still Working On Me, which was a Hemphill song. Um, but, of course, Doug placing his trademark. Uh, Golden Treasury of Hymns, Volume 2, I've got that one. And Poet of Praise, which I think is the most recent that I have. It's, of course, a big LP, but it's 1984 on Love Song Records. And um, the, at the height of your success, what year would you say was probably the, you know, if you're talking in sheer business terms of selling the most records or being truly successful, what, what time frame are we looking at? Oh, boy. I, I really don't know what to tell you there. Uh, I've had so many, I've had good years. Not good years compared to what the guys are doing now, but they were, you know, we were doing 30 and 40, 50,000 albums a year for hmm. several years. Sure. And, uh, no, no videos. There were, I didn't do any videos in those days. And so uh, uh, I, I just really don't know how to how to answer that question exactly. I would say late seventies, eighties. Probably so. Probably so. But uh, we we had we had a grand time. It was oh. a grand time, and uh, I appreciate guys like you who <laughs> makes the old man feel like somebody <laughs> remembers. <laughs> we. We still do a lot of a lot of things. Uh, all of my uh, CDs are available just dougoldham.com. Again, I'm I'm just pleased with my life. I I'm not anxious to get out of here by a long shot, <laughs> but uh, I feel like the Lord has been so good to me, and uh, just to be able to walk into His presence. You still attend uh, Thomas Road Baptist. Oh yes, uh, we go. Uh, I have a daughter who makes it possible. She come. I have to, to lift myself into a car, and she takes puts the wheelchair in the back end. Laura Lee rides, and we go to church every Sunday morning, and then we go out to lunch with whatever family is available. Mm-hmm. And uh, and two great grandbabies. Got two great grandchildren. Oh wow! Yeah, I got got a. A great granddaughter uh, here, and a great grandson up in New Jersey. Wow! 
Life is great. <laughs> and, and and you no, you no longer travel on a regular basis to do concerts, but uh, from time to time, do you find yourself making a guest appearance? No, no. The only thing I do once in a while, I will I will go into uh, uh, Thomas Road. I'll sing for them. Mm-hmm. My next time to sing for them will be on. Uh, uh, let's see, Thanksgiving Sunday evening, and uh, I'm doing one of Laurel Lee's favorite songs. I'm doing a, next time we'll meet, there'll be no more tears. Yeah. Next time we share the bread and the wine. Yeah. Maybe tomorrow, maybe next year, we shall be one. Wow. Next time. And, gorgeous. Yeah, it is great. And again, that's a Gaither tune, I yeah. I thought it was an Israeli tune. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it is Israeli, but uh, Bill and Gloria wrote it. And uh, my family will sing that at my funeral. That's great. Well, Doug Oldham, our guest today, and uh, Doug mentioned he's got a website, DougOldham.com, and projects are available there. And uh, you've got a there's a DVD documentary that's out on you, right? Yes. Uh, what was that, Laura Lee? Did Jerry yes, call that, He Touched Me? Yes, I think it's called He Touched Me. And uh, Jerry had that done. He mixed uh, 1,200, and uh, they mailed them out. He did all of that and then gave the money to me. Oh, wow. You know, very kind. It, all the proceeds came to us. He was always that kind of a man. He was one of the most marvelous men I've ever known. I think if uh, if Billy Graham has Cliff Barrows, you know, or George Beverly Shea is a right-hand man, I think you were always looked at across America as being, you know, that kind of a guide to Dr. Falwell. You're well, always there with the services at Thomas Road and uh, out front singing your songs. Yeah. You know, don't you, GB is 98 years old. <laughs> That's incredible. It really, it really is. It really is. We And... Uh, we ate with Cliff and his new wife uh, several times when we, were, we went down to uh, the Cove. Yeah. Um, I don't remember why. Bill, I guess Bill brought us into it. Well, in your twilight years, is there anything left you you want to do, or any place that you'd like to go visit, or you just gonna you want to spend time with the grandkids? Well, uh, yeah, I spend time with the family. Uh, like Dr. Graham said, uh, all you got really is the guy across the fence yeah. and your family. Yeah. And uh, that's what we got is our people next door and uh, our family. I want to spend a lot of time with my family. We are so honored to talk to you. And listen, we've, I've had some emails. I've been doing this show now about a year and a half on the satellite XM. And I've been getting emails says, Let's hear from Doug Oldham. We we want to hear from Doug, so we made sure that we got you on on the the show, and we're featuring these great songs. And we I just really appreciate the time that you and Laura Lee have spent with us. And uh, it's good to kind of peer into the history books and to to see where you've come from. And you know what? I don't care how old, how old you are. God's not finished with you yet, and He's still using you, and that's evident. Well, uh, we sure hope so. <laughs> I mean, it's like Jerry said. When, when God's done with me, I'll, I don't want to be here. I want to get out of here. That's right. Yeah. Doug Oldham and Laura Lee, thanks for joining us, and uh, we'll do it again real, real soon. Thank, Thank you, you Daniel. Much.